Women in Sport, 50 Fearless Athletes Who Played to Win, written by Rachel Ignatowski. Mitali Raj, Cricket Player Mitali Raj was born in 1982 in Rajasthan, India. Growing up, she loved classical dance, but her father thought the discipline of cricket would be good for her. At first, she missed dancing, but her talent was undeniable, and she would grow to love cricket and become a leader in the sport. Cricket is played on a large oval field with two wickets on opposite sides. Bowlers throw the ball to try and knock the wickets down, while a batter tries to hit the ball as hard as she can. Once the ball is hit, the two batters make runs by switching sides as fast as they can, before the opposite team knocks over their wickets. Mitali is a strong batter who skillfully makes fast runs. At age 14, Mitali was first standby for the World Cup. In 1999, she played her first one-day international game against Ireland, scoring 114 runs. At 19, she scored a record-breaking 214 runs during a test game against England. She was the best female batter in India and was appointed team captain. In India, Traditional gender roles still limit many women's options. Most of Mitali's teammates grew up without access to proper equipment. Mitali knew they needed wins to increase their funding. In 2005, she led her team to the World Cup finals, where they were beaten by Australia. In 2006, India won their first Test Series victory and won the Asia Cup. In 2012, Mitali was ranked the world number one cricketer for one-day batting. Then came a series of losses for India, including a shattering defeat at the 2013 World Cup. But Mitali worked hard to bring the Indians' women's teams up in the rankings and gain respect in the public eye. For her hard work, she became the first woman to win the Wisden India Cricketer of the Year in 2015. In that same year, she was also awarded one of India's greatest civilian honours, the Padma Shri Award. Mitali continues to be the face of women's cricket in India. She fights for gender equality and creates more opportunities for women in sport. Kelly Clark, Snowboarder 
Kelly was born in 1983 and grew up playing in the snowy mountains of Vermont, USA. She started skiing at the age of two and was snowboarding by seven. Her talent led her to the Mount Snow Academy, where she could train while attending high school. Kelly would become the winningest snowboarder, male or female, in the history of the sport. For half-pipe snowboarding, speed is key. The faster you go, the higher you can fly, and the more impressive tricks you can do. Kelly needed plenty of amplitude, height, to stand out in this male-dominated sport. She grew fearless, daring to jump higher and make her tricks even bigger than her male competitors. It paid off. In 2001, she won her first Grand Prix title. In 2002, Kelly rocked the world of snowboarding, winning gold medals at the X Games and the Olympics and winning the overall Grand Prix title. Her childhood dream of becoming an Olympic champion was fulfilled. The media couldn't get enough of their new champion. At the next Olympics in 2006, Kelly was expected to defend her title. But travelling for publicity cut into her training time. Although she won gold at the 2006 X Games, she was not prepared enough for the Olympics and came in fourth. It was devastating. But she was resilient. She would train harder than ever to make it back onto the Olympic podium. At the 2010 Olympics, she fell on her first run in the finals, but she didn't let that get her down. With more runs left, she amazed the judges with her tricks and landings and won a bronze medal. She was prouder of this than her Olympic gold because of all the hard work that went into achieving it. In 2013, she won her 60th career win, setting a new record in snowboarding. From 2002 to 2016, she won seven gold medals at the X Games and eight US Open titles, to name just a few of her triumphs. The world can't wait to see what she does next. Lindsay Vaughan, Alpine Skier Lindsay Caroline Vaughan, née Kildo, was born in 1984 in Minnesota, USA, and began skiing as a toddler. She started competing in international competitions at the age of nine. At 17, Lindsay competed at the 2002 Olympics, placing sixth in the combined event. The following season, she won titles in the 2003 and 2004 US Championships. Back at the Olympics in 2006, Lindsay fell during a training run and had to be airlifted off the mountain. Luckily, no bones were broken, but she was in intense pain when she completed her Olympic race two days later. She placed eighth, proud just to be able to compete. 
In 2008, aged 20, she became the overall champion and downhill champion at the Alpine Skiing World Cup. She defended both titles the next year and won the Super G event. In 2009, she won downhill and Super G gold medals at the World Championships. She seemed unstoppable for the 2010 Olympics. But one week before her arrival, she had another devastating crash landing and broke a shin bone. Luckily, bad weather delayed her race and allowed her more healing time. As she sped down the mountain during her event, she felt no pain, no nervousness, just pure focus on doing her best. She came first, with a time of 1 minute 44.19 seconds in the downhill race. As she crossed the finish line, she collapsed and raised her arms up to celebrate, finally achieving her dream. She also won bronze in the Super G event. By the end of 2010, she also won her third Crystal Globe title, given to the racer with the most total points in the FIS Alpine Ski World Cup. Lindsay Vaughan continues to dominate the Alpine skiing world and is considered the world's greatest. In 2015, she set a new record with 67 World Cup wins. And to date, she has 82 wins. She has proven that she is as tough as nails. And despite an injury, she will always get back up. Ronda Rousey, Mixed Martial Arts Fighter Ronda Jean Rousey was born in 1987 and grew up in California, USA. Her mum was the first American World Judoka Champion, and Ronda became a champion herself, winning gold at the 2007 Pan American Games and bronze at the 2008 Olympics. After the intensity of Olympic training, she took a break from her judo career. She was unfocused, working multiple jobs, even living in her car at one point. But she returned to what she loved, fighting. This time, it was mixed martial arts, MMA. She started training at Glendale Fighting Club. At first, the club owner, Edmund Tarvardian, didn't want to train her. But after months of observing her undeniable skill, Edmund decided to coach her for her 2010 MMA debut. He would continue to coach her throughout her career. At the time, there was not a large platform for women in professional MMA. People felt uncomfortable with women fighting so aggressively, breaking bones and punching each other in the face. Many MMA fans thought the only women near the cage should be the bikini-clad ring girls. Women fought in Strike Force, a professional organisation smaller than the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Pioneers like Gina Carano and Julie Kedzie proved their worth in some of the first televised female MMA fights, paving the way for Ronda. 
In 2011, Ronda was undefeated in amateur MMA and ready to go pro in Strikeforce. After winning four pro fights, Ronda challenged the champion, Misha Tate, and in 2012, Ronda defeated Misha to become the new Strikeforce champion. Later that year, mainly because of Ronda's performance in Strikeforce, the UFC started its first women's division. Ronda was named the first female UFC bantamweight champion and became a star of MMA. Her pro fights usually end in less than a minute. The fastest was 14 seconds, the shortest match in UFC history. Ronda defended her UFC title for three years. She is a role model as one of the best in a male-dominated sport. Ashley Firelek, motocross rider. Ashley Firelek was born in 1990 in Michigan, USA. When she was diagnosed with profound deafness, her parents learned sign language and got involved with the deaf community. They saw Ashley's deafness not as something wrong with her, but as something that made her unique. Ashley's father and grandfather were both motocross riders. And at the age of seven, she rode in her first motocross bike race. She was a natural. Motocross riders usually depend on hearing their engine to tell them when to switch gears. Most listen to tell if a driver is gaining on them or about to cut them off. Ashley learned to depend on her other senses, to scan the track for shadows to spot her competition, and to switch gears based on her motor's vibration instead of its sound. At first, parents of other riders were afraid that a deaf rider could put their kids in danger. But once they saw Ashley's winning performances, they changed their minds. At 17, she went pro. She won gold medals at the 2009 and 2010 X Games. And by 2011, she had won titles at three Women's Motocross Association Championships. Ashley's ultimate goal was to compete in men's motocross racing. But before she got the opportunity, things started to change in the WMA. In 2011, motocross began airing on live TV, but only the men's pro races. Without TV exposure, women's racing was largely unknown to the general public. Women's races were often scheduled for the end of the day, when crowds start leaving. Sponsors weren't interested, so organisers started getting rid of women's pro racing. This meant no more pro sponsorships. Ashley had had enough. Feeling women were not getting a fair shot, she left motocross racing after winning the 2012 WMA Championship. Ashley continues to ride as a stunt woman and tours the USA telling her story. She still loves her bike and would race again, but only in a situation offering female racers the same opportunity given to men in the sport. Women in Sport 
50 Fearless Athletes Who Played to Win Written by Rachel Ignatowski <laughs>